Hello, and welcome to The Daily Quill, a writing podcast where I give you a daily writing prompt to help you get pen to paper, fingers to keyboard, crayon to wall, or allow your thoughts to just run wild in your head. Today's prompt is titled, You See Yet You Do Not Observe. When I was in 10th grade of high school, I found a new obsession, BBC Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Having to wait additional months, possibly a year, until the next season was nearly unbearable. I fell in love with Sherlock's witty quips and thoughtful, often thoughtless, insights on things I would never have been able to have picked up on. The ability to read a situation and end up with a very specific conclusion, to me, is essentially a superpower I wish I had. As a teacher, I generally can read a room or situation or a student's attitude, but I can't always pin it down to anything specific, which would often be very helpful. I may not be solving murders or attempting to foil the plans of my arch-nemesis Moriarty, not that I have an arch-nemesis in general to my knowledge, but I do find that I wish I could figure out who keeps taking my mini pencil sharpeners and glue sticks. Similarly, I thoroughly enjoyed the show Psych, featuring Sean, uh, played by James Roday, and Gus, played by Dulé Hill, as Sean pretends to be a psychic for the SBPD, but instead, instead uses his finely tuned powers of observation ingrained in him by his father. I actually play a game with my students, which I pulled from this particular show. In the first episode, they flash back to Sean as a boy with his father at a cafe, His father makes him close his eyes and try to remember how many hats were in the room in order to practice his observational skills. With my students, I place them in a circle facing each other. Then I turn around and ask them a question such as, how many people are wearing sandals? Or who here is wearing the purple hoodie? It's a fun game to get them paying attention to each other and trying to practice their observational skills. Humans have fairly powerful observational skills, but they're often subconscious. Much of human communication is nonverbal, so when we chat with each other, we're also having a non-vocal conversation with our arms, legs, chest, facial expression. The FBI, CIA, and other law enforcement agencies learn about reading body language when determining victims versus perpetrators versus criminals by association. On the lighter sides of things, many people have probably heard certain pop psychology facts, quote-unquote facts, like if they're crossing their arms and legs, they're closed off personality-wise, or when people laugh, they'll look at the person they're closest to emotionally, or if someone has their feet pointed at you, it means they like you or at least are engaged in your conversation. I don't know how true any of those statements are, to be frank, considering they get bandied about so often, but either way, these require moments of observation. I find that we are often distracted and observe little. Whether the distractions are tangible, like cell phones, busy crowds, bustling roadways, or intangible, such as prodding worries, multitasking, future plans, etc., These take up large spaces in our minds that cause us to not pay attention to what is around us. We miss little cues from peers or partners. We misplace items like keys or phones. We forget meetings or planned phone calls or errands. Society is constantly on the go, so we are just running on an ever-speeding treadmill. 
You make one misstep or slow down, you may struggle to recover or may even get flung off the tracks. But enough philosophy. For today's prompt, you will need an object. Preferably, this object should be something you could eat or drink or, or to add to your senses. If you don't have something like that, no worries. For me, I have some water and electrolytes I'll add to it to get that billowing color effect. However, you can grab your cell phone, pencil, napkin, chihuahua, whatever's nearby. I want you to truly examine that object of your choosing. What does it look like? Feel like? Taste? Smell? Sound? Try to be as specific as you possibly can. Do not just see, you must observe. If this doesn't grab you, write about a time that you are highly observant or perhaps highly distracted that may have caused a misfortune to occur. Or perhaps you avoided something negative because you were highly observant. Maybe reflect on something that happened today or yesterday and try to go into detail in order to view it from every angle. Or write a short story with a Sherlock-like character figuring something out, a murder, a robbery, a fraud, etc. If you want, come up with your own pop psychology findings. What have you noticed about people acting certain ways? Sure, you don't have the data to back it up, but perhaps you might be onto something. So, grab your pen, paper, crayon, keyboard, or quill, and let's get ready to write. Remember, try to write for fluency and consistency for five minutes straight. You'd be surprised what you come up with as you keep on going. On your mark, get set, write!
Finish up your final words, thoughts, ideas. Okay, and here's what I ended up writing. These are in a bullet point fashion. Quote, a white ceramic mug with painted Christmas gnomes holding hearts and snowflakes, little pine trees of crimson red and pink or light and light and dark green. There's a wheelbarrow of rectangular presents with bows. There is a phrase in black cursive mixed with some other font I cannot name, though it looks like it was written with someone's left hand clumsily, but with structure. Rolling with my gnomies. I remember this was given to me by a student in my first year of teaching. That kid was a crack up. Inside is filtered water, filled to about an inch, clear, unmoving. No smell and should be no taste, but this mug is being reused. Traces of artificially flavored strawberry coat my tongue. The water is cold from the fridge, but not too much so where it is unbearable and hurts my throat. The Miosport is a vivid lime green, the flavor lemon-lime. Opening the lid, the extract is strong. I squeeze the bottle and a thin stream shoots out quickly. The water makes a squishing noise as the electrolytes hit the surface. A billowing green wave of flavor coats the water, though the tinge is nearly indistinguishable. End quote. The timer went out before I could taste it. I never realized that the font for rolling with my and the word nomies were different. Funny how long I've had this mug and never realized that. It's bizarre the different things I'll pay attention to. But now it's your turn. Writing is meant to be shared, and I love to read other people's work. So if you like, you can share some key phrases or complete works at daily underscore quill on Twitter or Instagram at the Daily Quill Podcast. Let's develop a community of daily writers and scribers who share and support one another. And who knows, maybe I'll feature your work here on the show too. And this is where I leave you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, philosophies, random things to say for no reason, Toad, you're always welcome to share that here in the Writer's Playground. So let's go forth and write into the day.